Hello and welcome to another HLS Picks Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Ritter. You can call me MD Tex. And as always, you can subscribe, uh, join us live over on Her Loyal Sons, uh, <laughs> twitch.tv slash Her Loyal Sons. The intro is hard. And you can also subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast feeds at. And come join us on Discord. That is our live chat channel, HerLoyalSons.com slash Discord. And of course, you can always find us at our home at HerLoyalSons.com. With that said, it is time to bring in Eddie. Eddie, how you doing, my friend? I'm sitting on the floor with my microphone on top of a box because nobody would lock the goddamn back door. <laughs> Everything's gone, Ryan. Yeah, um, it, you had a rough week. <laughs> wasn't great the the good part is i knew that i was walking into a couple of them so that's good yes so you can avoid those in real life when i i don't force you to pick things or you could be like me do decent in the week and then go ahead and walk into every trap in real life because i had bloodbath and a half this past week personally i luckily in real life i crushed it had a had a sexy little five game parlay it was it was a nice little saturday IRL. For the yeah, most part. I need to figure out how to hit both of these at the same time. So last week I went eight and six, you went five and nine. That little disparity has now swung everything back in my favor for our little extra life uh, side wager. Of course, the loser will donate $100 to my extra life campaign. And uh, I am now sitting at 29 and 39. Still not a great overall record, but I am now two games ahead of Eddie, who is 27 and 41. And I, I gave you the entire month of September playing terribly, and you've only got two games on me. I'm feeling all right. <laughs> and uh, we haven't done an update on the HLS Pick'em, where we're going to have a, a nice whole host of prizes, some T-shirts, uh, including like one of the ones I'm wearing. This could be something that you win at HerLittleSons.com slash store, the little Hold Me, I'm Irish shirt. Uh, and we'll also have a shirt from Sports Crack and some awesome uh, coasters as well with uh, famous Notre Dame plays. Um, right now in the lead is Maume Muchachos at 55 and 31 right now. Uh, Two weeks drop, but I don't care. Even dropping two weeks, I would. I've had two weeks dropped, and I'm only at forty four and forty two. But man, fifty five and thirty one. There's there's a whole host of people in the fifties right now. I mean, we're picking a lot of games. Sometimes they're straight up, but man, that's that's some consistent ownage up there up top. I hope y'all are playing every single one. Very impressive. <laughs> you're in such awe you didn't even know what to say all right well I, I i didn't realize you were waiting on me i i had nothing for you there but <laughs> these this is the joy of not being able to podcast face to face or record it's it's always trying to figure it out uh but anyway uh so that's how that uh little contest is going over uh, information at herlosons.com slash pick them heck if you want to join in just go ahead and take a shot at it see what you can do uh you you will do better than the one gentleman i will leave you nameless that is owen 85 i think they forgot they signed up <laughs> I would well, is it does it just give you an auto loss and not even give you auto picks because that's yeah I, I honestly hope that they're actually picking an actually owen 85 because that's incredibly impressive no, that's it, more it, impressive than the 55 <laughs> and 30 or whatever. No, it is. It is an auto loss. So so that's what's going on there. But yeah. uh, this week slate, um, man, the, the double bye weeks this season makes everything a little bit crazy. 
Not that it's going to be a bad week by any means, but um, our slate's a little bit smaller than usual. Uh, I'm sure we'll be picking up business uh, in the near future, but we're only going to have 10 games to pick as opposed to our usual 12 or more. Uh, but hey, there's good games. There's a lot of ranked matchups. There's going to be some interesting stuff going down. So, uh, man, I'm, it's always a college football weekend. I'm excited for it. You ready, Eddie? It's October now, baby. I'm coming for that ass. Let's go, baby. All right. We are going to bring up that beautiful board, and we will, of course, give you a little bit something to watch on Friday. I'm interested to see if this team is actually dead to you, Eddie. You said if they failed to cover, they would be dead to you. They failed. They left that back door wide the hell open. And I am talking about number 18 UCF, who is going on the road to face Cincinnati and Cincinnati is a four point home dog with the total at 60 and the hook. Who do you got Eddie? 21 unanswered to UConn. <laughs> to UConn? They have like Are their you... eighth string in. <laughs> I don't give a shit. High schools can prevent UConn from scoring 21 straight. UCF is dead to me, but here's the thing. Cincinnati, an actual real team, three and one against the number on the year. They're solid. UCF is not to be trusted. We'll take a home dog here. We might we might have a couple home dogs here this weekend. We'll see. Oh, okay. That's a little bit of a teaser, as they Give say in the business. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Knights. Uh, I, I, I do think they're going to be able to. Oh, hang on a second here. No excuses. Cover like a champion. I, I think that's great advice because, as we all know, great teams cover. Great teams cover. I uh, don't know if UCF's a great team because, you know, they lost to, they lost to Pitt. But uh, I'm expecting uh, them to keep the little – I mean, the only chance they're going to have of getting the New Year's Six is to murder everybody in their sight. So they're going to have murder in their hearts no matter what. And, yes, Cincinnati is a good team. They are good against the number. Uh, but I like UCF to keep rolling here. Um, if this was a little bit higher, like around a touchdown or so, I'd be a little bit more worried. Um, I'm probably going to stay away from this game because Friday nights have been disasters, absolute disasters for me. So I'm probably just going to – take a little buy on the entire Friday, but uh, I'll take UCF in this little pick em. Let's go ahead and move on to Saturday where in the big noon or nude, however you hear Gus Johnson kickoff, we got number 14 Iowa against number 19 Michigan. Michigan is your home team that is a three and a half point favorite. Total on this one is 47 in the hook. And I, I tell you what, look, congratulations, Michigan. You you got a little bit back into a, something that looks like a functional offense. However, you did that against Rutgers. Rutgers is not a football team. They are very, very bad. And look, I'm glad you got the confidence boost. That's great. Iowa's got a functional line. Your line is not functional on the other side. This is just going to be all kinds of bad for Michigan. And of course... Fuck Michigan. Give me the Hawkeyes. Eddie, who do you got? Yeah, fuck Michigan as always. And look, okay, you beat up Rutgers. Am I supposed to be impressed? Yay. That's that's, that's everything that I, is coming to mind is terribly un-PC. So we're just going to leave it at nobody is impressed with that nonsense. Michigan's one and three against the spread. Meanwhile, Iowa, four and oh against the number. They're not just undefeated Iowa. They're covering every number they see. That is a great team. That is a great team. (laughs) Goddamn right. Winners cover, baby. Michigan, they're not winners. But Iowa, they know how to win. And here's a little fun. We get a direct comparison. 
Michigan earlier this year played lovely Mitsu, Middle Tennessee State, 140 to 21. Decent, not impressive. Iowa played Mitsu last week. You know what that score was? I do not. 48 to 3. Wow. That's a little more impressive. That's Give very all, much guys. more. And, we're, we're, did, and I bet they didn't fumble the ball every single time either, <laughs> which is Michigan's problem right now. They can't hold yeah. on to the damn football. Like This isn't just Michigan hate. They are functionally bad, terrible fundamentally on something simple like ball security. I mean, it's, it's basically the repeatable tweet during Michigan games is, stop me if you've heard this before, but Michigan has turned the ball over with a fumble. Every yeah. single week. <laughs> The, the other thing with them, and it got brought up by uh, Brady Quinn on the Cover 3 podcast a couple weeks ago, had a great interview with Chip uh, uh, Patterson, Barrett Sally. They talked about Notre Dame, talked about SC, but they talked about Michigan. And Brady talked about, you know, it almost looks like Harbaugh's quit. Like Harbaugh doesn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> it seems like he's just riding this out. He's got no fire, you know. He's not yelling about whole milk steroids or whatever the fuck he was on about last year. He just is going through the motions. And Brady was questioning whether he even wants to be there anymore or not. And I thought that was very enlightening from somebody who does this a little bit more professionally than we do. So <laughs> That's I, pretty awesome. I love I love hot take Brady. There we go. Yeah, he's man. I'm, I'm excited with how well he's done in the booth with Fox. Uh, and he's he's. Every time I've heard him, I've, I've been impressed with him. feel bad for him having to sit between Liner and Bush across the table from Urban Meyer every weekend. But Poor bastard. He's probably doing all right for it, so I'm not going to feel too, too bad. <laughs> all right, well, let's go ahead and move on. We got some Big 12 action. Number six, Oklahoma, who has also just seemingly been covering every huge spread. We got another one here. They are a 33-point favorite on the road against Les Miles in Kansas. 67 and a half is your total. Who do you got in this one, Eddie? Home dog setter. No, I'm just playing. Give me, <laughs> I, was give me like, Sooners. Damn, I was like, you got some serious cojones there, sir. <laughs> no, nah, fuck that. Give me the Sooners. I mean, Kansas gave up 51 to TCU last week. TCU is not the bastion of offense in the Big 12. They lost Oklahoma, Oklahoma on the too. other hand. Yeah. Oh, you on the other hand? Ooh. They're just they're just looking mean. The one little question here is next week is the Red River shootout. You worry about a look ahead. Do you worry about keeping kind of vanilla? Problem is it's Kansas. I don't think it matters if you stay vanilla. Their athletes are just so much better. They're gonna be able to score on them at will. I'll take the Sooners here. You could I'm trying to think of how high this line would have to be before I question it. I'm thinking at least 49. Oh, like, wow. Now, I'd be a bit lower, especially after I got burned by every single backdoor possible last weekend. Fair. But yeah, give me the centers. Uh, I would be thinking once we start getting about you know, 42-ish, 38 to 42, somewhere in there is where I'm like, yeah, I might stay away from this and maybe just play a half total or, or half spread or something like that. Uh, but yeah, um, obviously, based on that, you can tell I'm on the Sooners as well. Um, look... Kansas, I like Milfie. It's like, how did Kansas beat Boston College? I don't know. Look, I honestly do not know. Boston College may just be a bad football team. Uh, but then again, they managed to keep the weight game a little bit closer, which was weird. But anyways, yeah. I digress. Um, right now, Jalen Hurts is... He's trying to prove a damn point, y'all. 
He really is trying to prove a damn point. Uh, and he's doing it every week in, week out. Lincoln Riley, QB whisper, whatever. The dude knows how to call plays. This Oklahoma offense continues to hum. And I keep saying it is, I know it's the Big 12. I know Oklahoma doesn't have that top tier defense. But for the Big 12, they got a pretty solid unit. Now they are going to get the big test next week uh, over in the uh, the real Cotton Bowl. Uh, but I I think they're going to be able to handle Kansas just fine. Uh, so yeah, give me the Sooners. Next up, we got a top 10 matchup. Number seven, Auburn. A three-point favorite heading into the Swamp. Number 10, Florida. Your point total here is 48 in the hook. Tell you what, I can't believe I'm going to do this for the second week in a row. I know better. I know this is a bad idea. But Bo Nix, when he went on the road to Aggieland, performed very admirably. He wasn't a world beater, but he didn't blow the game. And with Auburn, as long as you got a quarterback that is able to put the ball in people's hands and not put it in the other team's hands, then that skill can take over. Auburn's got a scary amount of speed on their squad. War Eagle, man. I'm going to go ahead and, and lay those points, even though they're on the road. And Eddie, you're teasing some home dogs. This this seems prime for you to pick on. Arf, 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 arf. Yeah, we're going to take the Gators here. Auburn, I mean, they came out and beat the shit out of Mississippi State last weekend. I was very impressed. Uh, their D-line looks just murderous right now. What they did to Mississippi State was was scary. but even though they're five and zero against the number this year, they're they're It's still Auburn. They're going to Auburn at some point. And in the swamp feels like just the right place for it. Mullen going his last four games as a home dog, four and zero against the spread three and one straight up. Got that from uh, Chris Falca, the bear on Twitter. Interesting oh. little fact. Yes. Auburn looked great last week, but Florida's coming off a bye, had plenty of time to rest up. This is going to go back to, you know, what I was saying about the game last week. I thought both teams wanted to live in the 20s. Uh, I guess Auburn decided they want to score a whole bunch of points last week. Oh, my goodness, did they ever. And they almost killed a poor dog on the sideline. <laughs> hey, you don't want that dog to get killed. Don't put it on the sideline. That's what happens, dummies. <laughs> that all being said. Florida is a much better defensive team than I think Mississippi State is. I think this is going to go back to sort of the defensive battle. Again, you look at the total. I think you've got it on here at 48 and a half. That's a, that's a low scoring game. We're back where I'm thinking it should be tight, come down to turnovers. And yes, Bo Nix hasn't been incredibly turnover prone, but he's still put the ball in the wrong team's hand a few times. And as we saw against Miami, Florida's more than happy to take it from so I'm going to take the Gators here with the points at home. Well, Godspeed, because there's been very little. I mean, yes, the defensive front has been pretty good, but beyond that, there's been very little about Florida so far that's impressed me. Uh, and I've been saying for, for a little while, well, really to open the season when they, they kind of had that weirdness against Miami in week zero that – Eventually, the other shoe is going to drop on them. So you're thinking it's going to drop on Auburn this week. I'm thinking it's going to drop on Florida. Something's going to give here. So, so for everybody wondering which one of us you're going to fade, do you trust the Auburn homer, me, or do you trust Eddie? It'd be very interesting to, to see what that is. I like that there's not a qualification. It's just, are you dumb enough to ride with me, or would you fade like a smart person? 
Dick. <laughs> hey, hey, look, we are nothing if not consistent in our brand. And speaking of the brand, we are going to get ahead and try to pay the brand a little bit and take care of a little podcast business. Okay, Eddie, uh, let's move on. We're going to stay in the SEC, uh, but we're going to go now from the small spread, top 10 game, to a large spread, and we're going to see how badly one team gets murdered at home. See if you take this home dog. Number three, Georgia, 25-point favorite on the road against Tennessee. The total on this one is 51 and the hook. Who do you, who do you got, Eddie? Oh, it's home dog Saturday. We're going to take the ball. Oh, what are you doing? It's time for some bear facts. Rawr. Oh, once good again, God. Once again, from the bear, do you know Georgia's record against Tennessee last, yeah, it's called last 14 against the spread. Last against 14. Spread. That's a lot yeah. of history, but I definitely don't know that because I couldn't tell you if they covered last year. They're three, nine and one against the spread in their last 14 against Tennessee. Okay. Look, Tennessee's bad. They can't, they haven't covered yet this year. But that's so many points. And I feel like Georgia's just going to want to run the ball. They don't need to do anything crazy. That's, that's too many points. We're going to hope that Tennessee tries to show some life, some existence. You know, Jeremy Pruitt's out here getting dimed out by his players getting arrested with some terrible transcripts coming out. I don't know if he's going to be around very long, but a blowout sure as hell isn't going to help his case. He's got to do something if he wants to stick around Rocky Top for a little while longer. We're going to try with the Vols. <laughs> well, you do realize Georgia is coming off a, a, a bye, Eddie. <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah, so they're, they're coming off a bye, and uh, there's no look-ahead factor for either team. Georgia's I gonna, know they're playing South Carolina. It's not great. They're not playing South Carolina, and, and really Tennessee, I mean, every game for them, I mean, this obviously they're going to try to put up a little bit of a fight here. Uh, they the following week they got Mississippi State and then they got Alabama. Like you said, everything is kind of going south in a hurry at Tennessee. I can't do it. It is a lot of points, and I actually where that number is is ugly. Uh, because I almost feel better if this was twenty four in the hook. the The fact that there's one extra point makes me feel really weird about how this point total can can get up there. There's a lot of different ways this can lose, which I don't like. But I, I can't trust the Vols. I just can't do it. Um, yeah, like Andy Popeye said, the Vols trying is, is really the, the operative word here. Uh, I haven't seen anything that will impress me. This Now they're back in Power 5 land. It, it's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad for Tennessee. Give me, give me them dogs. Next up, top 25 matchup, kind of. Number four, Ohio State hosting number 25, Michigan State. The reason I say kind of isn't just a diss on the 25 ranking. Michigan State is tied for 25th in some weird-ass voting totals. But anyway, that's what we got in front of us. 20 points, Ohio State is laying, and this total is 49 in the hook. And right now, the way that Ohio State is operating They've been covering just about everything. They absolutely murdered a huge spread against Nebraska. Sparty's got a little bit better of a defense, but I, I see no reason why Ohio State can't win this one by three touchdowns. Maybe if this was on the road, I'd consider it. I'd consider taking a home dog, home dog at nearly three touchdowns, but 
Nah, at home, Ohio State's murdery. Dobbins can seemingly run through anybody. Fields is just in another plane right now. They're really, really damn scary and damn good. Give me the Buckeyes. Who do you got, Eddie? I'm on the Buckeyes as well. Sparty's offense has woken up a little bit the last couple of weeks. They put up 40 on Indiana, put up 31 on Northwestern the week before that. The thing about both Indiana and Northwestern is they're trash. Uh, Ohio State's really, really, really good. The, uh, the last two years, it's like 75 to 10 combined. I thought I had it written down somewhere, but Ohio State's just been beating the hell out of them the last two years. And Ohio State looks better this year than they have the last two years. Sparty does not look good. No, they do I not. Think, I think Ohio State just runs away with this one. Yeah, I, I think people are being kind in the chat, uh, keeping Ohio State's points under 40 in this game. Look, I know Sparty's got a functional defense, but it's going to be in the in the 30s at, at the half, and then Sparty's just going to give up. Uh, they, they all seem out of gas. The D'Antonio era, I think, is starting to run out of gas as well, so... We'll we'll yeah. see. I I, th- I I got them up in the forties or so. That that's personally where I got their score. They're just they're so damn good. They're so damn good. Yeah, and you're right. Sparty seems like a team that will tap. Like th- that is a team that will one hundred percent give up. Yeah, uh, I w- I fully agree. Well, we are simpatico in that one. Let's let's we're gonna throw something out of left field here. The ponies undefeated ponies the ranked ponies as was mentioned uh it brought up by the chat that made me really happy that somebody mentioned smu unprompted in the chat but your number 24 ponies 13 point favorite at home against tulsa eddie noted lawman pony who do you got your undefeated iron skillet holding southern methodist university ponies Hell, let's ride it. I don't care. This is dumb. <laughs> this is exactly when things should fall apart. But Tulsa, not exactly lighting the world on fire this year. They're 2-2 two and two so far. Squeaked by Wyoming, but got stomped by Okie State. Uh, they do have a transitive win against Arkansas, thanks to beating San Jose State. But <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's, that's not particularly impressive. Meanwhile, not only are the ponies undefeated straight up, they're undefeated against the spread. <laughs> it is time that I offer an apology. I I made a lot of noise when Sonny Dykes got hired. He's he's doing a good job. I'll take I, I apologize to Sonny Dykes. That said, better fucking cover because <laughs> we're riding with the ponies. Five and zero on the year. Five and zero against the number. Averaging forty five points a game. Pony, pony, pony. Let's go. Eddie, I'm riding with you. Pony, 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 pony. All right. Woo! So here's here's the other reason. Remember what I said about USF or UCF? Oh, God, USF. That's a whole other dumpster Ooh. fire. That That's Ooh. that's a team you make money off of, folks. There's, that's, there's, that's your, a, here's your little hint there. Yeah, that's a glue factory right there. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, what I said about UCF, for them to have a shot at New Year's Six, they got to completely dominate, run out the schedule. Now, Boise State, still undefeated. Don't discount the ponies, man. Don't discount them. They got a Power 5 win. They, they beat TCU. And, uh, man, they are going to do everything they can to try to make some noise. So that means you score. You score often. Give me the ponies. Two touchdowns. Hell yes. I will absolutely take that cover. Especially 
at home in good old Dallas, Texas. Next up, Cal and Oregon. I forgot to put Oregon's rank in here, but Oregon is ranked. Uh, let's see, where, where, where are we? I'll, I'll have to look that up here. AP poll. But anyway, the spread in this one, Oregon at home, laying 18 points. The total in this one, which, God, this seems so low for an Oregon game, is 46 in the hook. I, I almost feel like Vegas knows something I don't, and it is your number 13 Oregon duck, so excuse me for not having that on the board. Um, man, that's a hell of a lot of points for Oregon. They have been able to put them up, though. I don't know what to think of Cal. This is the biggest, bigger problem I have in this. And anytime I think that defense is a little bit functional, they end up folding. They lost to Herm. But, Chetty, I'm sure you're going to have thoughts on that when we get over to your side. So, basically, the question is, do I think Oregon can win by three TDs here? Man, I got Cal reeling in this one. Oregon's going to try to make a statement. Go ahead and give me the Ducks. Who you got, Eddie? Look, I can't even be mad about them losing to Herm because I told you they were going <laughs> to lose You did. <laughs> we all walked right into it, too. It was, it was a Pac-12 Friday night game. I, we know better. We literally know better, and yet I let hatred fuel me. I let the spite fuel my picks. And I, I'm trying to get better about that. I'm trying to grow as a person. All that being said, this isn't a Friday night game. You're right. This is a low total it's because Cal's got a really good defense. Yes, Oregon's been putting up a lot of points, but I mean, they only scored 21 against Stanford, and Stanford's not good. I feel like we've established that pretty clearly so far this year. I think Cal can definitely stay within 18. That's just, that feels like way too many. They are possibly missing their starting quarterback, which isn't great. But again, this is a defensive minded team. I think they'll be able to burn enough clock and hold Oregon down enough to stay within that line. I mean, it's not, it's not bad logic at all, Eddie. I'll be honest with you. It's, I, I, I don't trust him anymore. And, and yes, I am going to hold Herm against him. I will do it. I will hold Herm against him. I can't, I can't help it. I'm, I'm making the spite pick. It hasn't worked for you. It hasn't backfired enough for me yet. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, next up, we got a, a Big 12 matchup. A, a Big 12, Jesus. It's been a week, folks. It's been a week. I had I had Ball State down on the board instead of Bowling Green for the next pick, which will be Notre Dame. Uh, but Washington, a 16-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against Stanford. Who do you got, Eddie? Stanford's trash. Give me Washington. <laughs> that, that is the sum total of the analytics and analysis that you're getting on this game. Stanford's bad. Washington is pretty good. We'll take the Huskies. Yeah, Washington. I mean, look, yes, Stanford has been absolute garbage. But I tell you what, after the game of weirdness, and that's one I think I need to stop holding against Washington. I mean, they, they're still ranked in the top 15. And ever since that weird game, here's what they've done. They won 52 to 20 against Hawaii. And Hawaii absolutely curve stomped the living hell out of Nevada late uh, last Saturday night. They beat up on a semi-decent BYU defense, 45-19. to And then they face a pretty decent team in Southern Cal, maybe. I don't know. But they end up covering easily against them as well. You know what? I see no reason why they can't keep it going against Stanford. Um, it, I don't know what to think of Stanford right now in terms of how bad they are. 
but they just keep coming up with garbage after garbage after garbage. They barely beat Oregon State this past weekend. They failed to cover against them. They only won by three points. They lost pretty handily to Oregon. Uh, UCF made them look like an absolute disaster, and SC lit them on fire too. So yeah, that's I'm going to give the more reasoning behind it, but at the end of the day, I agree with Eddie. They're trash. Stanford is. Washington, not trash. They're looking a hell of a lot better. Huskies it is. All right, final pick. It is Notre Dame. Bowling Green. Notre Dame, a 45 and a half point favorite. Total in this one is 61. It almost feels like, Eddie, that Vegas thinks very little of a BVG defense as well. (laughs) That is a gigantic line for Notre Dame. It is one of the largest that they've had since, as we found out, we were trying to figure out if it was the largest spread ever for the Irish. Apparently, back in a post-death penalty SMU world, they were favored by over 50 and failed to cover by a point there. But in this case, look, this isn't going to be, this is a revenge game for all of us. We're going to take a lot of glee and watching BVG get destroyed. And if you're wondering how bad is Bowling Green, Mr. Tom Fernelli does a bottom 25. You will find this team not only in the bottom 25 ranking, you will find them squarely in the right in that prime area. They are the top five or the bottom five of you will in college football. So this may just be even worse than New Mexico as far as team talent here. They are bad. And you know what I did a lot last season, Eddie? What's that? I faded the hell out of BVG. (laughs) Anytime Louisville was playing somebody, I was all over whatever the damn spread was. I was like, let's see if he's anything changed. I like waited a week. I'm like, no, nothing changed. Was on it every single week. Haven't done that as much, mostly because I don't know anything about the other teams that Bowling Green has played. This is so many points. I hate, hate, hate where this hook is, but this game is going to be like 60 to maybe 14 or something like that. Go ahead and give me Notre Dame. I can't believe I'm taking the Irish on a 40-plus point spread, but here we are. Who do you got, Eddie? Uh, I have continued to bet against Bowling Green. I've got actually a season under on win totals. Do you know what that win total is, Ryan? If it's higher than two and a half, I'll be shocked. It, it is three, so you're right, you're right there, and I feel very confident about it. They're 0-3 against the number. BVG is an ATM. He's trash. Scott Loeffler, he's terrible. Look, Omar Jacobs ain't walking through that door. Yes, did a young, offensive-minded coach named Eddie McCarthy take Bowling Green to -to back-to-back national champions in NCAA 2005 in the Fisher Hall dynasty? Yeah, he sure did. (laughs) But Omar Jacobs ain't walking through that door. You don't have that 85-speed QB anymore. This team is absolute garbage. Notre Dame's defensive line remembered, oh, wait, we're really fucking good. Julian O'Quara was an absolute murder machine. Khalid Kareem was right there behind him. MTA was maybe four steps away from a touchdown. Kyle Hamilton remains a golden god and is probably going to get a lot more playing time this week yep. than he usually does. Somebody's got to take over for Crawford. I mean, uh, which I'm, I'm very glad that wasn't another season ending because. His arm was going very much a direction that looked like it was going to be. 
Yeah, that. Yeah. Oh God, when Shane had that screen cap, I'm like, oh, Ooh, yeah. I, I was, bad. I am, I was so happy to hear, and I, I said it in the post game, I'll say it again. So happy to hear he's not out for the season because I was, I just felt sick when he went down. Yeah, I, I know a lot of us were were worried that was going to be the case, uh, and wish him a speedy recovery because if anybody deserves it, it's that poor kid. No joke. Uh, you know, Julian O'Quara came into the year saying he was going to get 18 and a half sacks. He didn't get on the board until last week, but he came out in a hurry. Made I'm up the lost he's, time. <laughs> he's good for four this week. I mean, Bowling Green's terrible. He's well, going to he be get enough, Will he get enough snaps to get four? That's really the only question. Here's, <laughs> here's the problem. Man, Ian Book, it's really time to stop being bad at football. Get it, get, let's have a get-right game here. And don't spend the first quarter like you did against New Mexico still playing bad football. We need you to look good. We need you to get your confidence back. Get, get your head right. You don't have to bail on all the pockets you're bailing on. Look for your guys. Hope that Chris Fink quits doing stupid shit like he continued to do last week. You know, Find Claypool. Find your big tight ends. Settle down. Get your head right and, and get back in this thing. Get a little confidence going forward. We've got this week. We got to buy the next week. Then we get USC. It's it's time to get right. It's it's getting real scary. I'm, I'm <laughs> genuinely concerned about how things are going with the end. Uh, so I'm hoping this is a get right game. Look, if you can't cover against this, and yes, it's it's biggest spread since '89 uh, that we were able to find. Uh, first time in the 40s, even since 89. Yep. That 89 game against SMU was was 56, I think. Uh, thanks to Jude for sending that. You know, when, when you and I both looked on on the same uh, <laughs> pages, and and everything that we found was in the 30s, and there have mm-hmm. only been a few of those since the since 1990. That's correct. Yes. So that being said, man, you got to cover against this team. They're so bad. They're so, so bad. Beat their ass down. I want Brian Van Gorder to never want to set foot in the state of Indiana again. He <laughs> gets his ass kicked so bad. Put his ass down. Do it for Jalen. Oh, oh, God. And, and I, I reposted the video at the beginning of the week. And if you haven't, head over to HerLittleSons.com and, and, and check out the Essential BBG. My favorite part of that clip that Shane made was where he pulled uh, him questioning questioning Jalen Smith in front of everybody if he actually made anybody better and he had his doubts. And that tells you everything you need to know about BBG. Even if yeah. that's your motivational method, like every single person in that room is like, uh, he's serious right now? There's no way this motherfucker's serious right now. Like, this is the only guy helping keep this defense together. Um, God, yeah. And look, there's I am shocked by chat thinking that you know Notre Dame may get into the 40s in this one. Y'all y'all been hurt too many times. Look, the Bowling Green massacre that had been mentioned before by certain people out of DC, you're about to see it. It's about to happen live right in front of your face. This team is so bad, folks. Like think about how bad New Mexico was. This team is somehow well, it's not somehow worse. It's because of BBG, they are absolutely worse than New Mexico could dream of being. They're terrible. They have nothing going for them right now. 
I feel bad for them. I don't feel bad for BVG. I feel bad for everybody else because, again, remember, Notre Dame needs to make statements. And just like Michigan got right with Rutgers, and, and as much as we're pulling our hair out about how the offense could be a lot better, think about how much worse Michigan's offense was. And look what they did to Rutgers. Rutgers would beat the shit out of Bowling Green. How do I know this? They beat the hell out of UMass because I very much remember UMass feeling to cover in that one. So th- this is what we're facing right now. Don't be worried about the cover, folks. It's going to happen. The only, well, the only thing I'm worried about is that hook. So, folks, this is when you buy that hook. Get rid no, of that. No, no, no. No, you're not even going to do even. it. Look, I, as someone who tells you to always buy the hook, one forty-five. I, mean, I guess it's a pseudo key number if you're looking for field goals. If you lose this game because of the hook, it's it's because we deserve bad things. Like that, that is a <laughs> karmic sign that you've done something wrong and and you need to be punished. The hook is not what's going to stop this. This, I mean, Jesus, they gave up sixty-two to Kent State. Kent State. <laughs> Oh my God. This team is terrible. This no, it's it's murder death kill time. There's there's no more there's no more play nice. There's no more bullshit in book. There this is drop bombs and just score every possession off. Yeah, they and, they and a couple of their possessions too. Yeah, the, <laughs> the I feel like another uh defensive touchdown's happening. Yeah, let, let's go over the score since you mentioned it, Eddie. They open the season facing Morgan State. They win 46 to 3. Then they go on the road to Kansas State, 52 to 0. They lose. La Tech coming, and this was at home that Bowling Green had them, 35 to 7. And then the aforementioned game against Kent State on the road, 62 to 20. They're they have put Enjoy. up barely any points against functional competition. And in case you're curious and thought, oh, well, maybe Kent State was supposed to blow them out. Oh, no. No, the, sp- <laughs> the spread on that game was 11 and a half. <laughs> Kent State faced Arizona State 30 to 7. They lost. They beat the very strong Kennesaw State, also not a state. Neither is Kent. Uh, that score in OT was 26 to 23. Auburn boat raced them 55 to 16, and then they ended up boat racing Bowling Green to, to turn right back around. And they're going to face Wisconsin this week, poor Kent State. Oh, I'm so Ooh. sorry, guys. <laughs> that's that's not going to be good. Oh, that's going to be murdery. So you're, I, I'm, he's not getting enough hype, but your Jonathan Taylor pick is looking pretty Much good. better than I imagined. Now, that being said, what the fuck happened in that Northwestern game, I will never figure out. All across the board. Trash ass unis they were wearing. <laughs> the, the the gods would not allow anything good to happen where the, while they're wearing that idiocy. They definitely scored in the era that they were wearing. Yes. <laughs> good God. But yeah, um, I mean, that's going to do it. This should be a very much a get right game, a good confidence boost game. Uh, and you know what? This is one where, you know, I, I, I'm going to enjoy stress-free. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to put it out in the universe. It will be stress-free. And yes, I know I'm wearing a shirt that says, hold me, I'm Irish. But we're not going to have any of that. This shirt's being worn for promotional purposes, not for my feelings. Well, 
Fuck your feelings. <laughs> Fuck Brian Van Gorder. <laughs> Last week, look, we, we got the full range of emotions. That was a nice, cathartic experience. We we're all terrified in the first half. And then Julian O'Quara woke up. Some, Clark Lee, I, I, don't, I think it was Shane. Clark Lee said something at halftime that woke the defense up because he was on a tear. Uh, Jameer Jones probably had his best game he's had in a Notre Dame uniform. Khalid Kareem was a beast. The linebackers are playing great. I mean, who would have thought of that coming into the year? Not Kyle a Hamilton. soul. <laughs> uh, the, the reverse angle of the Kyle Hamilton pick where he's showing blitz. I mean, he baited that the entire way. That's the thing you do to somebody that you're playing NCAA against for the first time. And you bait him <laughs> into the tight end across the middle. And, oh, invisible, invisible defender. Suck it. Gotcha. He, <laughs> uh, he's so good. He's, he's, he's a beautiful, perfect football angel boy. I love him. And he is going to score a touchdown this week. That's what I'm saying. I'm calling it right now. Will it be Bowling on offense or sucks. defense? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I don't. They're not going to put him on offense. No, because, they're, they're not going to risk that injury chance. No, I mean, not chance he, I, hell, I think he could. But a game like this, you've got plenty of young wide receivers to play. You know, let. Let Braden get some time. Let Keys get some time. You've got plenty of guys that need burn. I think they'll be fine. Let's have some fun this weekend. Enjoy yourselves a little bit. This should be very fun. This, this should be like, oh, right. This is why we do this emotional torture to ourselves for games like this, where we can just enjoy it and beat the hell out of everybody. Oh, let's see what when we got Kyle here. Hamilton's on defense, he is on offense. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. He's on defense. He's That's, on offense. Can't argue with that. Science. Anyway, it's going to be fun. Let's beat the crap out of these clowns. Make Brian Van Gorder sad because he's a bad coach and he wasted so much talent. And I don't like him and his mustache is dumb. And let's just beat the hell out of somebody. That's, that's way more fun. Yeah, the second half was fun against Virginia. That's too emotionally stressful. Let's, let's have a good time. Enjoy yourselves as kids. Go Irish. Tell Gambler. All right, and that's going to do it for us. Thank you, everybody, that joined us live over on twitch.tv slash Sons. Make sure you are back tomorrow for The Sim at 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. We might have a little drinking game fun along with that one. Of course, subscribe and rate the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts at. Join us at Discord, HerLittleSons.com at Discord. And, of course, our home in the internet, HerLittleSons.com. Until next time, go Irish, beat BBG. Have a good one. Cowboys still suck. Go Pack Go.